Our morning scripture this morning comes from Isaiah 43, 16 through 21. Thus saith the Lord who makes a way in the sea, a path in the mighty waters, who brings forth chariot and horses, armies and warriors. They lie down, they cannot rise. They are extinguished, quenched like a wick. Remember not the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. The wild beasts will honor me, the jackals and the ostriches. For I give water in the wilderness, rivers in the desert, to drink to my chosen people, the people whom I form for myself, that they might declare my praise. This is the word of God for the people of God. So, have any of you recently started a sentence with the phrase, thus says the Lord? Or any of you started a sentence recently with the word, behold? Nobody. Isaiah uses both that phrase and that word within four verses. They sound like they should seriously get our attention. Thus says the Lord, or paraphrased, this is what the Lord says to you. Now, if I really believe that to be the case, I expect it wouldn't be much trouble to pay attention to whatever comes after, thus says the Lord. This morning, do we believe that the Lord still really speaks to the people of God? Then it was through Isaiah. Still today, it's through the Holy Spirit speaking to our heart and soul. So if we do believe, then this whole passage ought to get our attention because it's coming through Isaiah from the Lord. Then the statement follows that that begins with behold. Behold, doesn't that sound like something that would make us uh, kind of sit up and pay attention because something significant is coming? Behold. In this case, something major was coming immediately following that word. Behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. I am doing a new thing. Can't you see it? I will make a way through the wilderness of life and bring you to that new thing. Essentially, Isaiah was saying to the people of God, hey, pay attention. God is beginning a new work with and for the people of God. Pay attention to what's going on. I am doing a new thing, he says on God's behalf. Now understand, that doesn't mean necessarily that everything will be like new all at once. 
doing something new can take a while, right? But if it's truly new, we may not even know what that means, what it's going to be like. It might be something immediately good, but it might take a while. It might take a long while. New things take some time. Think about an orthopedic surgeon who might say to their patient, um, I'm going to try something new here on your knee replacement. Um, okay. And then we wait and we wonder and then comes rehab and finally, maybe the experience of something new also being something good. Or an oncologist who says, we're going to try a new treatment on you. And a week or even a month later, maybe we're not sure, but then six months later or a year later, life could have changed because of something new. Now, on a completely different level than health issues, so I was thinking through this the other day, I was trying to imagine my grandparents responding to the car companies of today. My grandparents, who would be somewhere in the neighborhood of 120 years old if they were still breathing. I can imagine them hearing something like, you know, we're doing something new. We're going to have cars that run totally on electricity. And some of those cars will even be able to drive themselves. And I'm thinking, they just, there's no way. They could possibly believe something that new was going to come, up, come about. It would sound ridiculous. But the car companies continue to do something new, and here we are. Not in their lifetime, but in ours. New things. I'm doing something new is the word through Isaiah from God. He was telling them, God is doing a new thing. Now he reminds them about the past, the old thing. He reminds them that God has gotten them through some of the challenges of the past. And he kind of gives them a gentle reminder of God's faithfulness through all of the difficult times they've experienced in the past. But then goes on to say, but God is doing something new. God's doing something new. And those people didn't really know what that might be. They might have been a little uneasy with the idea of something new. <laughs> Aren't we sometimes? Aren't we a little uneasy, a little uncertain when we hear change is coming, something new is going to go on? Most of us wonder, what's that going to be like? They might not even get to see themselves the new thing. And ultimately, the people who heard Isaiah speak these words initially didn't get to see the new thing. Isaiah was speaking of a new thing that could begin at that time and at some level did begin. But ultimately, the new thing Isaiah was pointing to was the coming of Christ 800 years later. God's doing something new 800 years later. That would be the ultimate new thing. I mean, even today, that new thing continues to work through the Holy Spirit. 
The truth we can cling to is when God does a new thing, it will ultimately be a good thing. That's the heart of God toward the people of God revealed in the work of God. Goodness and blessing. God will always ultimately lead us into good. And often that means God doing a new thing a new way. The new thing Isaiah spoke of, even though it was 800 years away, was this incredible coming of God in the flesh. Jesus, the Messiah. And through Christ, God is doing a new thing still today to offer life, to offer hope, to offer life eternal. God is doing that new thing through what we now celebrate as the new covenant. Who would have imagined that God doing a new thing would involve such a long period of time, more than anybody would have ever imagined? I mean, why didn't God simply snap a finger and it's done immediately? I've wondered that about a lot of things a lot of times of you. God, why can't you just fix this now? I know you can do it. That's not always the way God works. There was way more time involved, but there was also way more sacrifice on God's part than anyone would have ever guessed. Rejection, suffering, death on the cross. Probably not how many of us would have expected God to do a new thing. But here it was and is God in the flesh. Suffering a cruel death to continue the new thing that God is doing, ultimately through the resurrection. We know that story. We know the rest of the story. It doesn't end with the death and suffering. It ends with the resurrection. We probably would have left out the suffering and death part if it was our new thing. But when God does something new, we need to remember it comes from divine and eternal wisdom, not limited finite human wisdom. And that new thing God was beginning in the days of Isaiah continues still today. Sometimes I wonder what shape that new thing might take today. Actually, I wonder if moving beyond the pandemic might be a part of a new thing God wants to do in the lives of the people of God. I wonder if God won't use the last year in which the people of God were isolated and quarantined from each other, unable to gather for worship and growth activities as before, unable to share in each other's lives, to love and encourage each other the way we used to do, unable to do various outreach and serving ministries. I wonder if God might be ready to do something new in and with the church, this church even, Now that we've realized how much we need each other, how much we help each other on our journey with the Lord, how much we may have struggled without our fellow journeyers in the faith, how much we've missed because this didn't happen for such a long time. I wonder if it hasn't been a time to prepare us for something new that God is still doing through His Spirit. 
I wonder if God might be ready to say to the church of 2021, Behold, that's the pay attention word. Behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Don't you see it? I'll make a way in the wilderness and the rivers and the desert. I want to believe that the church today could be ready for God to do a new thing in the post-pandemic world toward which we're moving quickly. I want to believe God is still doing a new thing. The new thing Isaiah spoke of all those centuries ago. The new thing God kind of kicked into high gear with the birth, death, and resurrection of Christ. The new thing for which God empowers the people of God by pouring out the Holy Spirit into the church. I want to believe God is, not was, not has, but still is doing a new thing among God's people. A new thing that can be, we can be a part of as the people of God in 2021. I hope we can watch for it. I hope we can expect it. I hope we can prepare to participate in whatever new thing God may be bringing our way soon. Today, our worship involves celebrating the fact that God is still doing a new thing. Rarely, when we see God doing a new thing, is it once and done. Speaking as a conduit for God, Isaiah wrote, I am doing a new thing. Not I did, not I will, not I'm going to. I am doing. It's happening. Continuously, we celebrate that God continues to do this new thing in our lives, in the church, in the world around us. We celebrate the promise of God made and continuing to be fulfilled we celebrate that in our worship and in the participation in the sacrament this morning. Today, as we celebrate Holy Communion, we remember and give thanks for the fact that God continues to do a new thing. An ongoing new work made possible through the cross of Christ and continuing through the work of the Holy Spirit. It's the relationship Jesus called the new covenant. He called it the new covenant that last night before the crucifixion when he instituted the Last Supper, which we celebrate this morning as Holy Communion for that amazing new thing that God continues to do. We give thanks in our celebration this morning. As we prepare to celebrate Maybe, maybe some of us need to experience God doing a new thing in our own lives. Maybe we sense new thing beginning to happen around us. I got a sense of that this morning as I walked through our building and listening to people enjoy being in Sunday school classes and celebrating the fact that we've been back together again and we get to enjoy life in Jesus in this way that we haven't for so long. Maybe there's a new thing going on around you. And you're thinking, yeah, I need a little bit of that. We all do. 
It might be a small new thing. It might be a really big new thing. Either way, God is doing a new thing through his power and presence in our lives still today. As we celebrate Holy Communion this morning, be assured that God knows the exact way we need to experience what new thing may be coming our way. God is still doing a new thing and we can celebrate that new thing by faith this morning. I invite you to join me as we prepare now for Holy Communion.